Hi guys, it's Lauren and welcome to another episode of Career Cruise. Today we're going to hear from our second engineer of the week, D'Angela Chickeny, and she is a civil engineer. This week I decided to interview two engineers because from my Google form, engineering seemed to be the top career you guys wanted to hear about. And if you guys want to hear about electrical engineering slash systems engineer, go ahead and check out my past episode. This is a longish episode, but make sure you guys listen to the full thing because you're going to hear some great information and also get some contact information so you could have an opportunity to maybe have an internship. But without further ado, we're going to go ahead and start. So first question is, in your opinion, what do you think an engineer is? Like a general definition of an engineer. Um, I would say a problem solver, um, very simply, just because you know, we're giving, given issues or problems that exist. And the thing is to find creative ways um, to solve them. Okay. So I know that you're a civil, a civil engineer. So yes. what is that? And what exactly do you do? So under the ca- category of a civil engineer, um, it's probably one of the more broader um, of the engineering fields. You have structural engineering, you have environmental engineering, you have geotechnical, transportation, water resources, surveying, construction, and municipal. And my um, field of specialization is transportation engineering. And then under transportation, you have, hold on, I wanted to get my list right. So you have like roadways, which are like, you know, um, basic roads and streets, you know, like Pembroke Pines or Flamingo Red Road, or you have like the Turnpike or I-95. Then under transportation, you also have airports, subways, um, like your rail stations or like Metro rail, things like that. Um, But what I do, I specialize in um, roadway lighting, um, signing and pavement marking, and I also do traffic signal design. Okay, that is that was a lot. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> right, I was trying to give you like the broad range of everything, and then we can yeah. hone in as you talk. I did not. Well, I knew that civil engineering was like buildings and bridges and things like that, but I did not know it involved all <laughs> of that. Yes, civil is very broad. Yes. All right. So, when you got your degree, did you get it in civil engineering? Yes, um, I have a bachelor's in civil from the University of Illinois, um, Champaign-Urbana, and then I have a master's in civil engineering with a specialization in transportation from LSU in Baton Rouge. Okay, so what type of classes did you have to take to do that? Like, what was getting that degree like? Um, So initially, like the first, I would say two to two and a half years, you do your basic requirements like your math your English your foreign language you know whatever and you do as much of that as is needed um then after and we used to call it jokingly the weed out classes because basically you know if you can do the calculus the um trig and all that type of thing that kind of lessened the playing field you know for those that were going to make it to go on to the classes in civil and those that were not so then once you got through all of that Um, then you started, um, well, the one thing I really loved about that we did, um, at U of I was every, um, civil engineer. And I think it it might've been all those that wanted to do engineering. Um, we had to take a, um, a course that covered all of the engineering fields. Like they covered electrical and they covered, um, geotech. So they covered all of these and it was a whole semester class. And literally all we had to do 
each week would go sit in like a seminar type class where they would bring a professional in and they would discuss all the different areas under engineering. Okay. And so that way, as you were going into your junior year, you could say, okay, that intrigued me. Let me try this. But at least you had exposure to all the different types before you had to narrow down. Yeah, that's really cool. I did not know that. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. And then after that, you know, you picked your area of specialization. And then from there, all of your courses were only in that area. Like once I said I wanted to do transportation, all of my coursework had to do with transportation for the last two, two to two and a half years of my undergrad. Okay. So are there specific levels to civil engineering or what you do like transportation engineering? So do you have to go through an internship or an apprenticeship or like what Hmm. jobs did you go through to get to where you are? Okay. So, um, and I think it's a little different now you have to take, um, once you graduate, you have to get your EI, which mm-hmm. is your, um, oh my gosh, what is it? Because the name has changed. Oh my gosh, Lauren, hang on. <laughs> it's, and what it is, it's your first, um, your engineering intern license. That's what it is. It's your first license. Because okay. within civil engineering, you have to get two licenses. You get the first one, you can get it while you're in your undergrad or right after. And then, um, you basically find a job and you work with your EI, which is what that license is called. You work with that for, I think it's like four to five years. It may be less now, but you work with that for four to five years. And then after you've done that to get time under your belt in your field, then you take another exam. And that one is how you get your professional engineer's license. So you would be a, what we call a PE, a professional engineer, and you're licensed by whatever state you take the exam in. Now you can, like for instance, um, I have my Florida license because that's where I took my exam, but because my company needed my expertise in other states, I'm also licensed in Georgia. So I can do work and um, put my professional stamp on it in Georgia. And you can do that for, you know, whatever states you need to um, work in. So backing up, Um, So once I got out of school, I didn't realize about the whole um, getting your EI while you were in school. So um, once I came out, I actually started in construction at the Louisiana Department of Transportation. And I did that um, while I studied for my EI. And basically day to day, that was going out with the construction crews, making sure that they um, did the roadway work right, make sure they floated the concrete right. Um, so I did that while I studied. And then as soon as I got done with that, um, the Louisiana Department of Transportation, they also had a program where you can pick, I think we had to pick seven or eight areas mm-hmm. and each, maybe for like a month and a half to two months, you work in the areas that you picked, which also gave you more exposure to where you could pick where you wanted to work. Yeah. Um, and so I did all of that and I still had a love for transportation. So I still ended up in transportation, but I ended up in actually traffic engineering because what I do technically is under the umbrella of traffic engineering, where you have your traffic signals, the lighting for the roads, um, your signing and pavement marking for the roads, traffic analysis, which deals with um, traffic patterns and making sure you have enough lanes because they, you know, they may predict you have 50,000 cars that need to use this roadway. So in traffic analysis, it'll, you know, they figure out, okay, these are how many lanes we need this is a type of pavement and, you know, that type of thing. Okay. So um, I ended up in traffic engineering 
And then from there, and actually while there, um, I ended up going to grad school. So I worked and went to grad school for my master's at the same time. And then, um, and that literally, um, to be honest, I was bored and intrigued. So I was like, hmm, let me see what, you know, and actually I would tell anybody, if you have the opportunity, do grad school because okay. it was so much more fun than undergrad. Undergrad really? was kind of more, it was because undergrad was more grueling and that constant, you know, grind work. But in, um, in grad school, you basically get to pick what you want to do your thesis on, which is what you want to do your research oh, yeah. on. Yeah. yeah. And you do have, you do have coursework, but the professors aren't like trying to get stuff out of you constantly. Cause I mean, it felt more, it felt, felt more like you were on a, a mouse in a wheel with undergrad, but graduate school, I just really enjoyed. Cause I had a few classes, but most of this research and then even the classes were more fun because you delve into the area that you think, you know, at this point, yeah. you think that you want to go in. And it was just, it was easy paced. It was fun. The professor, it was kind of more like you're talking with colleagues versus somebody talking at you, trying to, you know, get you to yeah. learn whatever they need you to learn. So I really enjoyed grad school. And then after that, um, I think I did 12 years with the Department of Transportation in Louisiana. And then I moved to Florida where I um, am now with, um, well, then it was CH2M Hill, but now it's Jacobs Engineering Group. So now I'm with Jacobs Engineering Group and I am still in traffic engineering mm -hmm. um, and still loving it 20 some odd years later, which, you know, is the awesome part because, yeah. you know, you have so many people that do what they do, but they hate what they do. Yeah. And I've never, I've never had that experience. I've never hated working every day I mean of course it's work and you have to take care of yourself and all of that but I've genuinely loved um every day of work it's just been it's been great yeah and also like you like you had two opportunities yes. to really figure out if that's actually what you wanted to do so that, that's like that's awesome that you're able to do that because you know some people like like I interviewed um a, a electronic engineer and then okay he was telling me that he just that he just happened to take a course and then he fell in love ah, with it. So okay. he didn't ha like have a class where he did all that, but that's, that's really cool. Like, I feel like that needs to be a course for every career. It does. I agree. Yeah. It really does. Cause it would help narrow. I mean, and even if you're in engineering, you're like, okay, I don't like any of this. Then you've caught it early and yeah. you're not like way down the road. You've paid for a degree and then you don't want it or like it, you know? So that would save a lot of, um, you know, heartache and hardship. Yeah. So what does your daily life look like now? So now, um, basically, I just have a bunch of projects that I'm working on. Um, and that could range from a couple to four or five, you know, that you're juggling um, your um, deadlines for. Because um, um, I guess I could say we do typically... We do work for like the state of Florida. We do work for the counties. We do work for the cities. Um, and that's in Florida. And because our company is international, I've even done work in Dubai. I did like a traffic circle in Dubai. Yeah, so that was really neat. It's like, wow, you know, because our company is global, we get the opportunities to work on these places. And I didn't travel there, but our systems are set up to where I could do the work from here 
mm-hmm. get pictures or make phone calls or be on Zoom meetings and things like that to see what I needed to see to do the work. Um, but like, for, for instance, we just finished um, a job for the 90%, because we have submittals, you would have like a 30% submittal, a 60%, a 90%, a hundreds and finals. So we just finished the 90% submittal for um, I-4 going through Plant City and like the Tampa area. Yeah. And I did the um, signing and payment marking for that. So that entailed um, doing all the striping for almost 30 miles of roadway. Then they wanted signs replaced. So their software um, that you use to create the um, overhead signs that you see on the roads and even the ones on the um, on like the shoulders. But um, so, yeah, literally day to day. And it just depends on what's going on. And I have I've had to learn to juggle my deadlines Um, based on the deadlines. You have to figure out, okay, so today I need to do this so that, you know, at this point I'm here or today I need to do this and this so that I'm here. Um, It's all about, you know, it's basically deadline driven and it's all about prioritizing and knowing how to prioritize. Now we do have project um, project managers that'll say, hey, um, I need this by this date. And so you're like, okay, that has to be done there. But I also had this and this and this to work on. So let me figure out, you know, kind of how to, as I said, prioritize and keep, you know, the ball rolling. Cause we basically, um, we have an, you have an engineer designer track and then you also have a manager track. The managers deal more with, dealing with the clients, the financials of the projects and things like that. But the designer okay. actually um, does the design work. And so I've, I've loved the design side because they, you know, I've had the opportunity to do the project management side, but I'm like, no, I have more fun over here. Yeah. You, you know, doing be the, more creative. Exactly. Doing the design work, figuring out, you know, the remedies to whatever issues come up during projects. I love the design side. So, yeah. Okay. So I know you said that you have to be organized and like self-driven. So what other traits yes. do you feel like you need to have to be a civil engineer? Um, to organize, self-driven. Um, you have to be very fluid mm-hmm. um, just because you never know what could come up. Um, you could be given a task and the client will come back and change their mind. And so you can't get all upset about it. You have to, okay, well, either, you know, you would start over or you would just figure out how to um, alter whatever design you've done to get it done. Um, hmm. I guess those would be the top three. All right. Um, yeah. Cause okay. I think more than anything, the organization is very important because you have to be able, cause we're not, we don't have people that hold our hands yeah. um, and do a lot of micromanagement. You have to be able to um, gauge, you know, where you are, prioritize your work, do your work and, you know, be able to do it successfully and competently without somebody looking over your shoulder. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Because yeah. like, that's what I kind of figured it'd be because once you're just giving the task, it's kind of like your job to put it together. You kind of- exactly. Like when you said how sometimes you'll have like task and due dates, I I mm-hmm. pictured mostly that it wouldn't be like that. Like you just have to get things done and be on top of yourself, exactly. like fall behind, I guess. Right, um, exactly. Because basically yeah. they give you the task and they give you when they need it. 
And it's up to you to figure out, you know, timing and, you know, resources, if you need help from people, you know, engaging them at the right time, all of that, you know, and doing certain tasks early enough in case you, you know, you are going to need, because like, for instance, with the overhead signs, they could be cantilevers or um, trusses. And so with that, I need a geotech because I need them to do borings so yeah. that then I can give whatever I have to the structural engineers and say, hey, this is what I need. I give them basically what's called a cross section so mm-hmm. they can see what I need, the type of structure I need, the panels that I want to put on it, and they'll know what the soil is like so that they can um, design the structure that I need that won't fail. Okay. So it really it really takes a team, basically. It does. Yes, it, yeah. it does. Because with, um, especially with what I do, there are so many parts that come before me, like roadway, before I get to do anything, roadway has to design the road. Okay. Um, yeah. And then, and then usually that happens at 30%. So we come in at 60% with the road designed mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, we need you to do this, 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 and this based on how the road was designed and the local criteria or laws and rules or national ones that you have to design by. Okay. Yeah. So what do you think are also like the benefits or the really cool things about being a civil engineer? Because like, like you said, like you were able to work on something in Dubai, even though you didn't actually go there, but that's still a pretty right. cool opportunity. Yes. Um, you know, my favorite thing, Lauren, is being able to see what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, like I worked in Orlando. I was with the same company, but I worked in Orlando for seven years before I moved to South Florida. And so I had done probably 10 at least 10 projects in South Florida, even though I didn't live here. So then once I moved down here, I'm driving around on the turnpike, like, oh my God, I designed that sign right there. You know, so that is, um, all fields aren't as rewarding like that. But um, that's one of the things I really enjoy about civil engineering, um, because you can literally see what, what you've designed. Once it goes through the construction phase, you could go wherever and be like, wow, I designed that and here it is, I'm looking at it. Or, you know, there've been times I've sent pictures of signs or whatever that I've built to my family and friends and they're like, okay. And I'm like, no, I designed that. It's not like I'm sending you a random picture, you know? Yeah. So that's um, probably the coolest thing to me about um, what I do is that at any given time, I can go wherever the project was and see whatever I designed right there on the spot. Yeah. And another question I was going to ask, but you kind of answer it for yes. me is like, what's an impact? What do you see like your impact? But that's, you were literally seeing like you helped design right. something that could keep people safe. Like uh, that's really cool. Exactly. Really rewarding. Yes, it is. Yes, it yeah. is. Okay. So I also have, so for people who are like, you had the opportunity to have a class that talked about different engineers, but mm-hmm. what do you think, what do you feel like? people who are leaning towards being an engineer are interested in that would be like most fit a civil engineer, if that makes sense. Okay. Ask that again. So like if you're interested in math or science or yes. um, maybe, cause I feel like civil engineer, I, I, I personally know a friend and she's said she's always mm-hmm. been interested in like architecture and things like that, but she okay. kind of Yes. wants to do more engineering so she kind of okay. she's thinking about civil engineering so do you feel like okay. there's anything that you already are thinking about to become a civil engineer um I think right off the bat like for me 
um, and I don't know, do you, you have to tell me, do you all still do this to where you take the, um, you know, those career tests and they yeah. tell you, okay, so my first thoughts of, I've always loved math and science. That's just always been a strong suit. Yeah. So between taking that test that I just mentioned, that test told me you would be good in the sciences or in med, in the medical field. So it was like, okay, that kind of narrowed my thinking. And I still, you know, kind of carried that with me. And even up until like my senior year, I still wasn't sure which way to go. But I ended up talking to my dad and he was like, yeah, you should try engineering. And I was like, okay, you yeah. know, because I wasn't, you know, settled on medical or the sciences. So I went with what he said and that just kind of tipped me over the point. It was like, okay. And I ended up loving it. So that's why I am where I am. But um, I'd say definitely, definitely. Um, you have to be strong in the maths and sciences because you're going to have a lot of that before you would actually get to your core courses in civil engineering. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And to me, that's it. You know, if you have those two and are strong in those two, then, you know, maybe she can, um, I don't know if she knows anybody, she can mentor summer internships, anything like that, that would help her, like we were talking about earlier, to help her decide sooner than later kind of what she wants to do or what she thinks yeah. she wants to do. Because, you know, you could always change your mind or you may get exposed to something different that may sway you. But at least, you know, in the early years, you'll kind of have an idea of which way to go. Yeah. And it's funny that you say that because I follow an engineer on TikTok. Like she's very much about woman empowerment and everything. And mm -hmm. she always talks about, you also said the weed out classes. Like she was saying yes. in engineering, especially you'll see a bunch of people at the beginning. And then at the end, it's like half of them are exactly. gone. Exactly. Right. It, That's it's so a true. lot the first two years. Yes, it was. Yeah. It was. Oh my gosh, it was. <laughs> <laughs> I called the my undergrad years, I called the blood, sweat, and tears years. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> there were plenty of nights, you're up, you know, and it it really we also had at the University of Illinois, we had um oh, I forget what it was called, but it was like an engineering group where um it paired us up as far as what classes we were taking. So that really helped me because going to college was my first public school. I had been in Catholic school all my life. I had been, you know, in smaller environments. Mm -hmm. So going to the University of Illinois, where I'm going from a class of maybe 20 to a class of two to 3,000, yeah. it kind of was culture shock for me. <laughs> so um, joining this other group that um, I heard about through some, you know, people in my class, it really mm -hmm. helped because it gave me like the more family thing. So we studied together, you know, we ate together. It's kind of like, you know, like I said, it gave me a family to kind of go through it with. And then, you know, when one of us would get stuck, the other one could teach the rest of us how to do it. Yeah. Or, you know, if I knew how to do a concept and they did, you know, so that was really good and a springboard, you know, for us to have each other. Yeah. So um, do you, I know I, I like asked you to maybe prepare this earlier, but do you have any internships do you know about or programs that high schoolers could get into? Um, actually, I had, I reached out to one of my managers this morning mm -hmm. and he was telling me basically if we know what field they want to go into, we could find out if that um, area or department has um, work or engine, you know, intern type um, opportunities in that yeah. area. And then we could go from there. So I'll send you um, 
I'll def I can text you like my email and yeah. then if you if you or somebody else just let me know and I can reach back out to the managers and we can see. All right, I definitely will do that. Guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode with Miss D'Angela. I learned so much and I hope you guys did too. Like I had no clue that civil engineering involved this much and could be as rewarding as she described. But I do have the contact information for you guys. So if you do want to reach out for an internship, maybe um, reach out to her email at dangela.chickeny at jacobs.com. It's D E E A N G E L A dot T J I K U E N I at J A C O B S dot com. If you didn't catch what I just said, or if you're like me and you're a visual learner, observer whatever and you need to actually see the name typed out don't worry i'm gonna post it on instagram at brace cadets and also on my instagram you could click on the link in the bio to find a google form and also direct access to this podcast so go ahead and do that and follow while you're there if you guys want to know more about engineering different careers or different schools go ahead and check out at brace cadets on instagram because i will be posting more information and fill out the google form so you guys could tell me directly what you want me to talk about i'm gonna go ahead and end this episode but before i do just want to let you guys know to turn on your post notifications and follow this podcast on spotify so you're always up to date on when i post but for now this is goodbye and i hope you enjoyed this episode of career cruise